Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Welcome back to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. I am so excited to be on today with Joman Dole Alamari. She is a very successful and experienced cybersecurity and IT executive. In fact, she serves today as the Director of IT Audits at Wayne State University, so we're really great to have her on the show. Her results-oriented approach and very collaborative leadership style have allowed her to achieve many innovations in the realm of cybersecurity around both platforms and systems in many different industries. In fact, that is something very special because she started at Ford Motor Company, where she led global teams on implementing manufacturing systems and platforms and ERP and risk management. And that's when she came on to Wayne State in around 2007. So she's established an entire amazing audit practice, which is not always the most exciting thing, but it is when you get it right. (laughs) And she helps with the deployment of things like annual risk assessments to all the university units. So she's keeping you safe over at Wayne State University and her engagements uh, resulted in forming key controls throughout the university by IT management. So they're definitely listening to her. She also served as the past president of the Information System Audit and Control Association, Detroit chapter, where she was appointed to serve on the International Audit Advisory Committee with over 145,000 members, where she's recognized, again, as being an expert in her field. In addition to to her obvious success, she believes in taking the path of most resistance, and we're going to hear why. She is going to give some amazing success tips from her career journey as a successful cybersecurity professional. So thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here with our audience and um, wonderful women listening to this podcast. I'm pretty excited. And uh, you have as much impressive of a career path. Um, and I'm extremely, extremely, extremely humbled to be part of this uh, podcast. Thank you. Yes. And it's hard to fit in (laughs) careers as amazing as yours. So was there anything I missed in the intro that you want to point out about your journey? No, but I'm many things. uh, And this is definitely one of them. Being part of Ford Motor Company really um, has opened up my eyes on a lot, a lot of things and allowed me to do so many um, fun and not so much fun projects because I got them as my first uh, out of college time 
you know, kind of uh, company. So um, I learned a lot from them. But with that, you have to have a lot of courage. Um, there wasn't there weren't as many women in the field that we're in at the time. Uh, and quite a bit of my assignments at Ford were kind of like, why would somebody take this assignment? Um, and that would be me. You know, be like, okay, I'll, I'll try and, uh, and, and, and learn something that is completely out of my comfort zone. The one thing that my bio also does not talk about is I am a big advocate for women uh, and uh, I am part of qu quite a few women organizations. One of them is the Women in uh, Security Association. That's a newly formed uh, group uh, and they are trying to enthuse women and encourage them to get into the cybersecurity space through providing you know, career paths and mentorship. Uh, and I was approached to become one of their members. Another thing um, is that I sit on the board of the Cloud Security Alliance Detroit chapter, which they've been uh, kind enough to try to get me on the board. They've been actually after me for a few months. And I was like, no, no, I already am on enough boards. And But th they were successful. I don't know how I'm going to tell you that. But I felt that there weren't also, again, enough women in cloud computing, especially security, to provide the voice um, that is needed. Women bring a different perspective to everything we touch. And I learned that at Ford um, because I've had a few assignments where I was an engineer, actually, not just IT person. I think my first internship was part of a durability team. So I went out and tested cars till I broke them down to find out like how long maybe the brakes will last or the axle would, would last. One of my other assignments, I did also noise vibration and harshness on vehicles. So I was the engineer that had to assess the noise um, inside the vehicle for the passengers and how much can they take uh, given all the different electronics and, and motors. Um, so these two particular assignments, along with my manufacturing gigs that I did for IT, um, there weren't that many women. Chances are I'd be the only girl or you know professional woman in the room and they would have all these ideas flying on how things should work and then I'd be listening I'd be like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I'd be like well how about this did we think about using maybe a different material maybe that will decrease the noise and they'll be like what <laughs> we didn't think about that it might be lighter like as a woman I would like things to be lighter so it's it's that kind of feedback that you're like oh my god like we never really thought about this it's a Great idea. Let's pursue it because it might be easier to mold plastic than it is to put together or, you know, kind of cut any metal. So there were some good ideas. And again, we bring in different perspective. And that has helped me very much indeed into my IT career path. Um, I was lucky again uh, to work with quite a bit of women uh, throughout my career. So I had great mentors. So that's one thing I would definitely recommend to every person, uh, woman and child, get a mentor. And it doesn't have to be one mentor. It's not an exclusive relationship here. <laughs> uh, you could have a mentor for multiple things across your career. I have a mentor for audit. I have a mentor for security. I have a mentor for cloud. I have a mentor for how to network. I have a mentor for how to collaborate better. Just get out there and find the person that you believe you can definitely learn the most from in that particular skill or that particular area of expertise. Because I didn't become a cybersecurity overnight. No, I was a technologist like for the longest period of time, deployed all kinds of material. And had I not been thinking about security in the process that morphed to where I am today, 
and I had good mentors, I had good coaches. And I'm gonna be honest, it was men and women, although I was lucky enough to work with a lot of women. There were definitely a lot of men that were great champions of you know, the success of Juman. So I am eternally grateful for all my mentors and my coaches. Also, I found some sponsors or coaches internally in the organization and outside of the organization because that gave me kind of like a 360-degree look at everything that I do. So uh, let's say cloud security, right? This is something new, and that's what we're going through right now. I have internally experts in that area that I go to when it kind of comes down to the point where, okay, this particular technology right there, this piece I can't get, they will be able to give me that information. And from the outside, they will provide me also from cloud security, what different strategies work? What doesn't work given the size or the scope of the project? So be flexible in that arena and be open to having multiple mentors and coaches to kind of, you know, get you going on your career path. Let's unpack a few of those ideas. I like to refer to what you're saying as a personal board of directors. (laughs) Because you kind of have this variety of mentors for different things and both getting mentors and being mentors is important. And I love what you said about uh, women in cyber and being a part of that board. It's good for all listeners, all women in tech to realize the great amount of demand and opportunity that's upcoming in the cybersecurity and security area for women, but for everyone, the amount of jobs that we're going to need to fill to keep that, to keep that industry moving. And then cloud security, gosh, I mean... With everything moving to the cloud, how important is that when we look at a cloud continuum and everything that's happening in the space? And then to wrap it, I loved hearing what you said about diverse ideas and how your perspective as a woman helped them think about things differently, which is a big passion of mine as to why we need more women in tech and more diverse ideas because they unlock innovation. And throughout this whole time, again, trying to figure out what would be the best way to be more collaborative, that also adds to your credibility and trust. We are in the trust business, right? I keep telling people that. That's one of my statements all the time, you know. Two things I say all the time, really. One is, How can I use security to be a competitive advantage? How can I use that as something that I can sell my service or I can sell my product or, you know, in the university realm, how can I give assurance to parents that their kids' information is secured? That's part of what we do. I work very closely with the CISO and the IT team to provide the best guidance and strategy on how we can do this correctly. So collaboration is huge. Don't feel like you're pressured to do it all by yourself. There's a ton of people waiting to hear from you to to help you. So collaboration, network, go find out who's on your team. Who's on team Nicole, right? These are the people that you can go out there and understand from them what could be done better. Always seek kind of that input. But at the same time, you're not in it to do it alone. You, there are people who are just waiting to, to get, you know, kind of more strategic objectives and more material to provide better risk mitigation or, you know, minimize any cyber risk issues. In, was it the cloud or not? Now, with the cloud, everything moving to the cloud, <laughs> the university world, um, and that's true for a lot of universities. That's not unique to Wayne State. We are vanilla product, you know, kind of companies, organizations. We buy things as they are and then customize them based on what they give us. Uh, There's very little 
built in-house type of systems. It's very, very small. And if it is, it really serves maybe a certain group of people. For the most part, we, we buy, you know, exactly the product ERPs or, you know, travel systems or purchasing systems, whatever they are, they come as they are and they, we just add the way state and do all the kind of nice connections for integration and data uh, reporting and all of that. But for the most part, we buy it. Unlike, you know, the culture I came from at Ford, where they make everything ahead <laughs> of the time. I think now they have moved more into the cloud. By the time I was leaving, they started to move a little bit. But uh, that's the kind of change in culture. So there's still those companies that still would like to have all this kind of work done to move to the cloud. And it's not a one size fits all. So the cloud security that I'm into right now and as part of that group, because also we are trying to provide more guidance to all practitioners on how to protect the cloud. When you decide to move company jewels into the cloud, how does that look like? Okay, how, how is it going to be used so we can protect it better and be, again, have that competitive advantage with cybersecurity so you can move with confidence kind of into the cloud. There are so many solutions out there. And as a practitioner, as a woman, you try to kind of see, okay, how can I, you know, we're multitasking. So how can I like make it easier? What is the best way to provide a path for digital transformation like this? Um, actually, that is part of my PhD uh, studies at this point. I'm, I'm a student now as PhD student. I'm almost done. Um, but uh, that is part of my study is how can I provide some type of a path for C-suites with the cybersecurity team to kind of move together into the right direction to the digital cloud or digital, whatever transformation they need to do. So as a woman, you bring a different perspective because you are not just thinking about the, the techie, electric, little engineering, maybe computer engineering type of thing the hardware or how am I going to patch it up and uh, being more strategic takes a lot of time. Uh, it takes a lot of effort. Um, it takes a lot of collaboration, but also we bring in the tough questions about if my kid's information is in there, what would I do? That's the kind of how much we are invested. Or if my company's crown jewels, if I'm into I, you know, intellectual property material, how can I protect that? This is mine in the cloud. So we will provide that additional layer of security that is not just mechanical, but more also uh, strategic and probably looking further down the line, more of, you know, kind of long-term strategic objective. And doing all that, <laughs> it's not, did not come easy. It, it came with the path of most resistance, as I was saying to you earlier. Most people would say, well, I guess the saying says, go with the path of least resistance, you know, just go with the easy path. And that is nice and, and hunky and dory and everything, maybe for about 50% of the time, let's say, I'm, I'm going to be conservative here. But the other 50%, that's not the case. That's why people abandon a lot of good ideas. And that's why a lot of people abandon tough decisions and tough things that they have to do. And I found out very quickly back when I was at college, actually, that, okay, if the path of most resistance is the one that's going to give me more opportunity on the long run, I'm going to take it. Most students, um, I, I'd say that with a lot of love, do, do not really think that much of a long term, but I 
I had to because um, I, I came, or during the time at college, I had to work full-time. So I did not experience college like normal students. I was working, 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 and the days I was off, I'm going to class. Um, so it was grueling. So I had to figure out a way to take me just out of this grunt. And that was why, you know, I thought about it. So every time at the office, some assignment comes up that seems really impossible to do. And I'll give you an example of that later. You know, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And they'd be like, how is she going to do that? What? Who, who wants to do that? Um, and uh, one of those examples is when we were doing um, uh, an enterprise resource management system deployment at Ford Motor Company. Back in the day when I was there, we had like seven or eight brands under the, the Ford Motor Company. Um, so we had like Land Rover, Jaguar, Austin Martin, the Ford Lincoln, right? Mercury, I mean, you name it, it was there. It was Volvo. <laughs> we had so many different brands. And at the time, we were supposed to deploy this ERP for the whole entire company uh, so we can have uh, consolidated financial statements, consolidated budgeting, consolidated administrative work, really, across the company. So we don't have duplication across the company. Part of that project, I thought to myself, okay, I can do that. I can do supplier deployment. And we looked at different paths of how to get the supplier bought into the ERP because how am I going to go and say, hey, Lear or, you know, Vistian, you're going to have to do this system in order for you to get orders from us. We are not doing this batch thing that we used to do before to send you orders of how many parts that we need for this particular model of vehicle. That took a lot of work. That took a lot of work. And people said, how, how are you going to do it? There's no way you can do that. How are we going to move our top suppliers on this system? They already, you know, don't like Ford because we keep asking them to cut costs and do all these kind of things. And there's no way you're going to do it. I said, okay, well, I'll figure it out. So I did what, what I called it a registration fair. So I made it like a carrot, you know, <laughs> kind of, you get more people with honey. And that's really what I did. I made the system look so attractive that it's in their benefit to, be, you know, be, be part of the system. So it would, we will get the orders, um, we will get our orders to them faster and have a little inventory and, you know, customer delivery would be much better, satisfaction on both sides, including payments. So they were like, really? <laughs> You're going to pay us better? And they're like, yes. So um, you're looking at like global companies, you know, how am I going to deploy somebody in Sweden and Australia and China and all of those? So we did it. We, I had put together a plan, had an amazing team that just executed one by one by one. I believe at the end of the deployment, I had close to 95% deployment for all the suppliers at the time that were given to me on that particular system. So it was not the best assignment compared to my colleagues when they were like, really? She's going to do that? What? Who's going to do this? Like, nobody's going to do this. And they're like, okay, bring it. <laughs> it's kind of almost like a challenge. But it has, it has served me a lot. Uh, I think a lot of assignments, I feel it's the path of lead, most resistance. Not a lot of people are going to be there. So maybe you can call it also like there isn't that much competition. There's no one else to kind of get it. So I was like, okay, I'll take it. Um, and if you really do a great job, people will recognize it because they knew it was a very tough job to start with. So don't be afraid to take the path of most resistance it might really pay off. And it does actually pay off. 
And it sounds like it paid off for you personally and stepping, let's say, outside your comfort zone and going the extra distance. But it also paid off for your career because you found a lot of success in elevating and moving forward in your career from leaders recognizing that. Thank you. Actually, that was one of the reasons why I ended up in audit because of the fact that I had um, that security mindset. You know, at the time when I moved to audit, it was SOX. Uh, compliance requirement. We just got Sarbanes-Oxley in and there wasn't that much of an interpretation of what are we supposed to do. At the time I was doing, I believe, warranty systems for Ford Motor Company and they said, well, we're going to have to stop everything and we're going to become compliant. And I said, okay, give me more information. Like, what what compliance? (laughs) Here's the law. (laughs) Read it. (laughs) I was like, okay. So I read the law together plan. Based on what, I mean, I'm thinking, like, I can defend that. I can defend my work. If they said this does not look right, I was like, I can defend that. So did the testing, finished it up. Somebody noticed, and they said, Jermaine, we'd love to have somebody like you come into internal audit to review security and controls for application. We have a lot of auditors that do infrastructure audits really well. Like, they can do database, you know, AS400, if you remember that, uh, or some of us still have that, I'm not sure. <laughs> or they do, um, you know, data centers, uh, they can do manufacturing facilities. But we don't have anybody that can do applications who understands what does it mean when we say change management, change control, access control, segregation of duties, an application level on a systems level. So that really was kind of like, okay, thank you. I guess that's an honor. And since then, I moved into internal audit and my career just kind of, I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with this. I love what they do because you're you play with so many technologies. It's not even funny. Plus, that really helped me now when I moved to Wayne State and I established IT practice for them because they already had operational audit and financials and compliance. So I came in and in the interview, they were so enticing. They're like, my, uh, my boss at the time, she's like, she had a blank page. She's like, you get to do anything you want. It's blank. You can do whatever you want. So that really was uh, one of the uh, assignments that I, I kind of thing that I'd love to do. And as I said, that wasn't easy, right? Establishing and complete practice, that's not easy. Uh, Putting together the, you know, the standards, the process, working with the team. Um, I've had a lot of help, wonderful team in internal audit. So I work with great, great team at Wayne State. So I'm I'm really like all women. Yeah. And if you think about (laughs) it, in security, the types of compliance that you get is sometimes a little ambiguous. (laughs) Like that's the skill you gain from helping get, whether it's SOX compliant or PCI compliant or whatever, you kind of have to say, what does that really mean? And how can Mm -hmm. I achieve it? And what a parallel in that you got this job that they said, what does it really mean? And what does success look like, which got you at Wayne State? So kudos, you're just a true trailblazer. And as we kind of come to the end of the episode, we always like to drop our last bit of wisdom that can help women in tech be successful. And I know you've put a lot throughout the episode, but would you like to leave us with one last bit? The one last bit I have for our listeners is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take a chance on yourself. Don't be afraid to... Put yourself out there and say, I need help. Don't be afraid of taking the path of most 
resistance. Awesome. Thank you so much. And if people would like to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do so? I'm at wayne.edu. You can search my name. That's the only Jumaan over there that exists. Um, shoot me an email. I'm also on LinkedIn. But if you attend any of the information system audit and control associations, which is ISACA, short. <laughs> Uh, I'm on the Detroit board. Uh, I do a lot for that uh, group, as well as the Cloud Security Alliance and the Institute of Internal Audit. I'm also part member of that, but I work quite a bit on uh, a spring conference uh, training um, that includes cybersecurity, leadership skills, risk management, fraud, which that's another item that I did not talk about. We get to do investigations, which is really cool. Sometimes it's hard, but it's really, um, that's another one wonderful thing I do. So there's um, many, many ways you can definitely reach me. Uh, I'm jdole at way.edu. And we provide all those on our blog at techdivasuccess.com. And I just thank you so much for your time, uh, your wisdom, and for keeping people secure especially the thank students. You. And I, I thank you. I, I don't do it alone. It's a group of wonderful men and women at uh, the university. I'm just one of the steps in there to, to make everybody's information secured, patients' information secured, and students' information secured. So get security going. Thank you. We'll get secure, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks again. Thank you. Take Bye. Care. Thank you again for listening, and we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name, and we hope this episode was fire for you.